You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The European Central Bank has concluded its meeting and has announced its policy on interest rates and monetary stimulus as well. Let's find out what Christine Lagarde, who's the head of the ECB, has said with Russell Silverstone, strategist at 91 in London. What did uh, Madame Lagarde say, please, Russell? Hello there, Lindsay. Yeah, well, actually, she was um, pretty upbeat. They have revised up their um, economic outlook for this year, yes, and um, which is encouraging. I mean, it's still uh, negative, but but it's 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 less negative than they expected. Um, and and overall, she sort of you know sounded as I say pretty, pretty, pretty upbeat. The economy is clearly um, recovering quite quickly, and uh, you know that's been reflected in in in, in the euro, which has been rallying. Um, they're watching the euro carefully, um, but overall, I think um, you know. Data has been quite supportive for them, so um, she was most definitely more upbeat, I think, than perhaps people expected. Well, that's very good news indeed. Just to make things clear, no interest rate change and also no further stimulus, in other words. No, no more quantitative easing. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. So so just to, to, to remind everyone, uh, official interest rates are already at uh, minus 0.5%. The ECB are lending to commercial banks at minus 1%, um, and they've been expanding their balance sheet um, rapidly this year. Um, they've um, increased it by um, 18% of, of the Eurozone um, GDP, and in, as a percent of GDP, their balance sheet is actually larger than the Federal Reserve's. Um, so, no, no change. Um, and, the, the, and the other thing I think to say on that quantitative easing, the, the, the uh, amount they've announced um, up front um, is enough to last until early next year. Um, so, actually, you know, there, there was no real need to, to do anything. Um, and, and, and I think... You know, for me, I think the, the interesting thing is the stimulus the ECB are, are, are pushing out there is, is actually, you know, as much, if not greater, than the Federal Reserve. And I'm just not sure perhaps people realise that, or in the market narrative doesn't. It's a very interesting story, isn't it? When you're lending money at minus 1% to the commercial banks, uh, your currency actually rises when you don't change that policy. It's very, very strange. Um, just to remind people what the ECB does, its mandate is to ensure price stability. And, of course, price stability has a very strong link to currency. And, and the currency's gone from, if you take the euro dollar, I think from earlier this year to 106, in other words, one euro buying 1.06 US dollars, to its current level on my screen, it's at um, a couple of week high now, at 119.10. Uh, so this is quite a big move. And as, as you said earlier on, they're watching this very, very closely. And I wonder when it starts to become a problem. And they didn't yeah, indicate no, that, did they? No, not at all. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of... They discussed it because it, it actually mechanically feeds into their inflation forecast. And you, and you rightly um, highlighted there that the, the European Central Bank, their, their, their sole objective is, is to um, achieve price stability. Um, their definition of price stability is close to but below 2%. And the forecast released today um, you know, showed they're not going to get there. It's 1.3% in, in, in two years' time. So they're missing that mandate. And hence, you know, their, their policy is extremely loose. Of course, and as the euro um, rallies, um, that actually makes um, imports cheaper, um, and 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 therefore um, sort of tightens conditions even 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 sort of even further, um, and 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 inflation uh, inflation falls. So um, it's a difficult one for them, um, you know, because they can what we'd say intervene verbally, so they can express their displeasure with the, with the rate at which it's rallying. But the reality is, you know, outside of actually intervening aggressively. 
um, there's not much they can do. Um, one of the stats I, I have here is is um, daily turnover. Daily turnover in the euro is 2.1 trillion a day. Wow. Um, and 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 um, you know they they can perhaps intervene, but 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 if if the euro is mispriced, ultimately they all they can actually do is is just sort of slow the path uh, of, of 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 resistance, and that's all they can do. So the, yeah, they're they're watching it. Um, and, and, and I don't think it's quite yet at a level that the causes of too much pain. There's a lot of different um, moving parts in, in this statement. It says here, Euro area domestic demand has recorded a significant recovery from low levels, Christine Lagarde said. But then she warned that elevated uncertainty about the economic outlook continues to weigh on consumer spending and business investment. So on the one hand, she's saying demand has, has gone up quite a bit. And on the other hand, she's saying that people are still a little bit uncertain. So I... I don't know. It just seems it's not a contradictory statement, but it's certainly a mixed bag, if you like. Yeah, and I, I think this is something we've touched on in, in the past, which is the, you know, the range of possible outcomes um, are, are enormous, and, and and just you know, intuitively, if we have a, a, a fully fledged functioning safe vaccine um, in a couple of months' time. Then of course, you know, all of the sort of socially distance type measures that are in place around the world disappear, and that's a mass, massive upside economic scenario. Equally, if we have a severe, um, you know, in, in Northern Hemisphere winter, um, as a severe sort of um, sort of second round of this, um, it, it, it could be disastrous, and 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 so that's that's why I think. They're so uncertain. It's it's a public health emergency. Um, their their economic models, you know, will struggle to cope with with the speed and 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 the range of that uncertainty. And I think that's why they're just they're just being cautious. It's very hard to have sort of confidence in an economic outlook when 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 you've got that sort of range of possible outcomes. One thing that is very interesting as well which is something we would never have even been thinking of talking about a year ago, and that's the Pandemic Emergency Purchase Programme, the PEP. And they said uh, it's, it comes, uh, what is the figure here? 1.35 trillion euros, 1.6 trillion US uh, dollars. And they say certainly, she says rather, certainly under current circumstances, it's very likely that the full envelope of PEP will be used, PEPP will be used, she said. And some analysts are saying there may be more at the end of the year as well. I suppose that just depends on circumstances. Yeah, no, absolutely. So this this is this is uh, you know the, the 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 PEP had had a sort of a dual function, um, and 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 the first was to um, address sort of um, fragmentation in the eurozone, i.e. Um, you know peripheral country bond spreads that we've talked about before, Italy, Greece, so on and so forth, uh, of of of. Um, you know, increasing too far, uh, and the second is to you know, ease overall monetary policy, given given what's going on with COVID, um, and and so yeah, I mean, it has this dual function. It's very flexible, and they say they've tried to calibrate it um, to 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 um, you know what they think is is the right level. Um, they front loaded it, um, so as of July, they'd already spent four hundred billion of it, um, and 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 the, the the discussion is also there were some members of that committee that are actually 
was suggesting we could pull back on on, on this amount, um, and it's seen as a ceiling. Uh, but again, you know, they're they're, they're saying, look, actually, um, you know, it's it's we do expect to spend that full amount. So so for me, you know, it's a message to the more hawkish members of that committee, which is we need to spend this just to keep this recovery in 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 intact, mm. just to make sure financial conditions are easy enough. Okay, I've mentioned the euro dollar exchange rate is currently on my screen one nineteen oh five. What are the other markets do the equities markets and the gilt markets and the bond markets yep so we've seen uh, bond markets sort of sell off uh, modestly um, so sort of three basis points up in 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 German ten years, um, and equity markets have been have have been bouncing um, off the sort of tech led sell off we saw over the last couple of days. But actually, euro stocks at the moment is 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 unchanged on the day, as as sort of most markets are. Within a few bips of of, of of no change, so actually very very little reaction. Um, and and you know for for me, uh, I I think in the medium term, it's still this idea that people don't understand just how aggressive um, the Europeans. Have been in 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 this sort of crisis, and you know I think that's why the euro has been rallying. I mean, even fiscal mm. policy. You know, we think fiscal policy. My, my assessment: fiscal policy is twenty five percent of GDP. Um, the US is fifteen percent. There's a there's a reason the euro has been rallying, um, and 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 that's what's what's behind it. But other markets are are lagging, and and incidentally, we we think it's still cheap. Uh, we market around about four and a half percent cheap or so against the dollar. Mm. So you know, it's most definitely further upside. Okay, so no change from the ECB, little change in the markets apart from uh, the euro, which is now uh, around about 0.9% better against the US dollar at 119.05. Russell, thanks very much for your time. That's Russell Silverstone, strategist at 91 in London. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.